1: from the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Um, before we jump in and um, talk about uh, the topic today, I'll get it out. Um, I'm not, I'm leaving that in. Uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Daisy, the number one shoe machine, machine on the market bar none. Uh, they are awesome. They rock, uh, mentioned coach unplugged. they give you $350 off. Also go over and check out TeachHoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We have a, a special quote unquote special going on right now where we're giving quarterly memberships. We're, su- we're super excited about that. People seem excited about it. Um, and then that maybe maybe come in and join for three months and take a couple of months off. I personally would never leave ttroops.com, but you have that option. And uh, it's great. So go over and check it out, ttroops.com. For coaches who want to get better, let's head off to the podcast. All right. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm not even going to guess, Coach, what episode we're going to be in we were talking about before we came on here, how many, how many of these I've done? Yeah, the so 700's I, I'm, I'm, I'm close to 700. So yeah. I, coaches, coaches on the, on the top of this wave right now. So I had to, we had to spend like five minutes so I could kind of get my bearings on who I was talking to. But, um, so coach, right. I'm going to have you kind of introduce yourself. Yes, um, kind of give a background of where you live. Okay. Um, you are New York state, correct? Yes. Yeah. So he's in the epicenter. So we're going to, wow, you know, he he's quarantined. So yes. we're gonna we're gonna talk to him. Um, he's gonna kind of give a background of his world, where he kind of started and where he ended, and then uh, we'll jump in. We're gonna talk about building a program. Um, so I'm gonna put you. This is me being old. He, yeah, he's in his t- late twenties, so young yeah. in my world. In uh, some worlds, he's old, that. but he's young. I remember my late. Tw- I remember my late twenties too. Um, what I love that he's on because in my twenties I thought I knew everything, and obviously. Somebody that comes on the podcast wants to show you. Absolutely. You know, that's awesome. So, all right, go ahead, Coach. It's all you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, first of all, thanks for having me, man. I love your content. I love what you're putting out. Uh, like we spoke earlier, coaches from overseas to the youth. Um, you can get a whole bunch of stuff. So, I love what you're doing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm from Yonkers, New York. Any um, city. Where is Key.
1: Yonkers, first of all? For it's,
0: it's, it's in Westchester. So, it's the last city right before the Barrows, right before the Bronx and Brooklyn, Manhattan. So that's where I'm at. So I'm, I'm literally 10 minutes away from New York City, but it's the beginning of Westchester, you know, so.
1: Where, just because if you're listening to this two years from now, whatever, but, so new Ro, where is New Rochelle in comparison yeah. to where you are? Because the only reason I yeah. know new Rochelle, I know New Rochelle for two reasons. Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah. Oh, nice. So nice. That's, how old, that's how old I am. The Dick Van Dyke nice. Show, they lived in New Rochelle. We work in the city. Yeah. And and the episode of the coronavirus, yes, COVID virus. <laughs>
0: And COVID,
1: yes. So how far are you from? How far are you from? Uh, from I'm about 20, 25
0: minutes away okay. from New Rochelle. Okay. okay, yeah. So I, I got I got uh, some distance. But it was okay. funny because uh, my fiance and I was actually looking to move there before all this happened. We was like, hey, uh, let's close that off the list. All right. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. My my wife goes because I talked to somebody that lived close to New Rochelle. A yeah. Week ago. My go. My My wife goes. Can you catch COVID through the computer? I go. No. <laughs> Stop it. No, I can't. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Yonkers, New York, uh, inner city kids. I grew up in the project, so there's a lot of basketball being played, a lot of football being played, a lot of baseball being played. Um, we made the basketball court everything. Uh, so that was awesome. So growing up, I was always involved in sports. Um, my so, dad-
1: So before we go farther than that, yeah. you played outside, right?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So- I always try to look at things from the positive standpoint. Uh Kids are having to play outside right now. If they're playing, like I know New York's a little bit more of a lockdown, but the kids in the Midwest, like my son has shot more on our basket in the last, and he's a shooter, trust me, Uh because he he had the keys to the gym because of me. So it's a little different, but it's different shooting outside. 100%. 100%.
0: If if you can shoot outside, you can. It's it's, every, it's funny because, uh, like you said, um, I also started working out outside now because, you know, gym's a lot. And uh, I was having this conversation yesterday. I was like, I don't even know how I play basketball outside. Like, right. I come in now, my knee hurt. Like, it, it, my, my shoulder is not bothering me. I'm like, how did – outside for three, four hours growing up? You know, this non-stop. It'll be an hour basketball. Somebody go get a baseball bat, an hour baseball. Our kickball, our football. It was amazing. It wasn't right.
1: nothing to it. And that, and that's the thing. I, I call it my basketball knees because, uh, you know, I used to, we used to play in the summer. We get to, I'm going to age myself. We used to get the jug of, the milk jug of nice. water. Nice. You know, and then I had a boom box. <laughs> that's amazing. And I'd walk down to the thing and I'd play. And the thing is, it was outside. It was cement. It was the metal chain. Correct. And Correct. it's like, oh, she loved there's a little, little wind going on. So you got to <laughs> bury it. It's like yeah. It was this tough. How, this is how this is how old school coaches our field house in my high school when I was growing mm. up was cement. Like there wow. was a wood. It wasn't that rubbery stuff. It was cement. Cement? That's tough. It was cement. That's, <laughs> That's tough. Uh, that's that
0: builds tough players though, man. You you, and I Nothing think can stop me.
1: <laughs> I know. I think that's, I think that's going to help. Well, from that standpoint, the kids are doing something. It's going to help this generation. Cause you can shoot outside. You can shoot anywhere.
0: You can shoot anywhere. You are not stop it. You know, you, you fall on concrete and scrape your knee up one time. You put a bandaid on it and then, then you feel nothing, you know? And I think it's also going to help them uh, create a sense of identity, man. Cause you know, like trainers are now shut down, uh, you can't go to these specialization centers to get up shots. You got to really figure out who you are. You know, work right. on your craft by yourself. So I think uh, once we get out of this, I think the the, the basketball players, the, the skill level, it will improve because they know that they can do it themselves.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So you, so you're, you, no, 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 I love it. Up outside, then what?
0: Yeah, yeah. Grew up playing outside, um, and then um, in high school, uh, I, I was big into football. I really love football. And my grandfather really loved baseball. And um, like I was a sickly kid. So uh, uh, and I'm currently like battling like a a joint disease, joint bone disease. So I couldn't, after my eighth grade year, I couldn't play fall, winter and spring because I had to take at least two months just for therapy and medication. So it was like, what are you going to give up? And I was like, um, basketball, because I love football so much, and my grandfather, who was a big influence in my life, loved baseball so much, couldn't give up those two things, so I didn't play uh, basketball in high school, um, but I always watched always around it, Um, all my friends played it, so um, I would definitely be at every game, definitely criticizing them for not doing the right thing, Uh, that's when the culture of me started to develop, Um, and then I went to SUNY Cortland, where uh, I met. A whole bunch of people who play on the team there, um, and that grew my knowledge there. Uh, Mark Kid, who's my very, very good friend, is now the associate head coach up there. So we've been talking basketball since I got there in 2012, um, and just fell in love with the sport. So I was up there. I coached the uh, 7th to 8th grade AU team girls, and that was a – if you can coach middle school girls in basketball, I think you can do anything.
1: Oh yeah, you <laughs> so, can, you can walk on the moon if you can do that. Seriously.
0: Me. So it was amazing though, because the girls were, they were awesome. Um, but that was my, that's how I got into it. And I was just like, I really love this thing. You know, I really want to see where I can go with it. So uh, from there, I graduated SUNY Cortland. Um, and I was an assistant at Port Chester High School, which is in Westchester, uh, for three years. And then uh, I got a teaching job in Yonkers. And then the opportunity presented itself for me to become the head coach at Gordon, where I also went. Um, So me and the principal sat down, had a great interview. um, And And how how was it going back home? It was amazing, man. Uh, Cause um, I took like the seven, eight year route to graduate undergrad. Like I had a lot of schools I went to that I didn't like. Um, So I graduated undergrad when I was 24 and I had an outlook on life. Like I I have to give back, but I have to, help kids from Yonkers understand how to go to college, but then also how to pick the right one because that's also a big deal as well. Um, so when I when I got the opportunity to get back and go in and get back coaching, it was full circle and it was surreal. You know, uh, my first game, i forget, my first game I called my dad and I was like, "Yeah, dad, I'm about to be a head coach of a basketball game. Because my parents also went to Golden as well. Okay. He was like, hey, man, you, listen, I'm extremely proud of you. Don't get teched out. I was like, I right, got it. <laughs>
1: Don't mess up is what my dad was saying. Don't mess up.
0: Don't mess up. up. It was great, man. So I started there. I got my first air coaching gig at twenty-six. Um I just finished up my second year there. Um, okay. And we're and I really love this topic because we're in the midst of building a program. You right. Know, did I, you I, did you finish your season? Yes. We actually got a chance to finish. Um we didn't make the playoffs, so they were okay. they were going heading into the state playoffs and then that's when everything got cut Cut. short before all that can happen how about
1: you guys uh we we lost so Mm. (laughs) um we lost uh we lost on like a saturday and they played the following thursday and then called Mm. it so um and and i coached my son so it was actually in in retrospect it was horrible but at least i got closure with him like oh he's uh, a senior he's a senior so i got a start and an end it wasn't like we were winning, we were still playing and they just correct, called it. That would have, that would have been, harder, been I think, devastating.
0: Right? Absolutely.
1: Um, So we got to mourn it. We got to experience it together. together, And that's um, great, man. Yeah. So that was good. I think from that standpoint. All right. So let's jump into, let's jump into your building. Cause I'll, I'm sure I'll have lots of questions on this. Let's jump absolutely. into that. Share your absolutely. screen here as he's sharing his screen. I'll keep talking. Um, So I'm not coach when you do this, I, I'm i not sure when this is going to go up either. So You know, I I will let you know, I will put all the, and I will put all the stuff that he talks about down in the show notes. So if people want to see this stuff, they can definitely see it. So
0: awesome. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So you must be a Packer fan.
0: Uh, You see the G uh, I'm actually a jet fan. Um which that's that's kind of
1: the
0: that's kind of the Georgia that's kind of the Georgia the Georgia G you're going on there, right? Um yeah a little bit. Yeah. I just grew up with it, you know, yeah. everybody that went to high school and played at Gordon it's called the G, right? So this logo has been around obviously since before I was born, but they've been using it forever. and when I got the opportunity to use it, I was just excited like, yeah, I can't wait to use the G um so this is actually I'm going to use it uh next year, okay. Um, that's perfect. And yeah, every we have three days of tryouts, uh, but you know the kids who are with me even now when we're watching film, we're, you know I kind of know the foundation that's coming back. Um, but in year three, our biggest thing is building the foundation, right? Because we know it takes three years in a program for it to really be consistent. Um, so we're still in the building foundation stage and a model that I've been carrying since my senior year of college, even before that, my eighth grade it was just a be great mindset, right? So anything I wanted to do in life, I wanted to be great, right? Um, and that's something that I, every day I tell my kids, it's a joke, after 6 a.m. shoot around, because I don't get it, I don't work at the school, so that kind of sucks, um, but I'm in elementary school with a later start, so I get my kids there at 6 a.m. Uh, where I have shoot around in season, uh, preseason we're getting out there at 6 a.m., and uh, I leave, and I tell them, hey, be great. and makes somebody feel good today, right? So the right. one that this year was like, coach, make sure you be great. I was like, thank you, guys. Like you, guys are, you it. are you able to make it back for practice then? Yeah. So I am uh, – I have to share a gym with the girls. Okay. So yeah. the girls go first, and by, by the time I'm out of okay. work, they're wrapping up, and then uh, we can get it going uh, in the gym. So they get okay. uh, 30, 45 minutes of study hall right after school, and then we we'll are get on the gym floor.
1: I always um, tell them that study hall after school is a good thing as long as you're getting your work done you know
0: 100 uh, yeah. i have a I, and i think everybody know coach the staff the staff the coach doing as good as the people you keep around them so yeah. <laughs> i had um one of my best friends Keishon beco he's a teacher in the building um and he's my assistant uh and he does a fun like he he's the glue guy that's what i call him like he's the psychiatrist the guidance counselor the babysitter like he's the guy that keeps the team all together when I'm not there. So he makes sure they stay on top of their work, which is phenomenal for me. It's a and it's a huge breath of relief because uh, I know he's gonna get it done academically with the kids. Right. But yeah, in the preseason we see this slide, we build a foundation, let them know that be great is the mindset. And it's in every area of life, right? Even beside basketball, because the biggest thing I try to teach the kids is that um there's gonna be a day we don't play basketball anymore, right? But that doesn't mean that that greatness that's within you it stops. Right. right. So you gotta figure out how to be great in all areas of life, and then uh, stay locked in, right? Um, because there's a lot of distractions as a high school boy, <laughs> yeah. right? and it's time for all of that. It's, right. it's 24 hours in a day. I tell my kids, "It's time for all of it." But you guys gotta know when we're together for the two, three, four hours, whatever it is, you guys gotta be locked in on whatever mission that we're trying to accomplish together. Yeah, everybody, I think that's a
1: great message too for young coaches is like, everybody hangs up their, Michael Jordan hung up his shoes at one point. You know, LeBron James is gonna hang up his shoes at some point. They all do it. So you better be locked in and, you know, yeah.
0: I love that. Figure out out what it is that you want to do as a person, man. Right. And that's the biggest thing for me, Um, and it helps because uh, I'm a younger coach, so I can relate to the kids a little bit more um, and, like, and what they're going through. Um, so I use that to my advantage, and I speak to them as a person, right? And I'm like, guys, like, I was in high school now. It's so over 10 years, so that's crazy to even say, right? I've been in high school for 10 years now, but I tell them, like, hey, man, I walk these same halls. Like, there's nothing that's going to change, right? The same girl that you want to talk to while 4 period class is going on is going to be there 8 o'clock at night. And you can be on every social media platform talking to her. You know, so
1: you know what I tell them, Coach? I said, if she's a keeper, she'll rebound for you.
0: That's awesome. If she's I a keeper,
1: she'll rebound for you.
0: I'm going to write that down.
1: <laughs> and they go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, she needs to know that this is important to you. For real. If she really wants to spend time with you, she'll go to the park and she'll rebound coach, for you. That's great. And then you know you got to keep her. If she rebounds that's for you, you got to keep her. That's but, awesome." because you'll get up and the the, the way you and I tell the boys I say the way you sell it to her is if she comes and rebounds then you get done faster and then you can spend more time with her you
0: get to spend more time yeah it's a a
1: win-win for everybody but she's got to be willing to get dirty and come and rebound for you
0: that's amazing I love that one I love (laughs) that
1: man use that I love that too
0: and uh yeah so that's you know slide one that's every day that's what we do um and then you know our coaching philosophy and our identity as a program um, I'm finding out now, you know, going into year three of being a head coach is the toughest part of really figuring out who you are as a coach. Um, cause I know year one, I was kind of figuring out, uh, the line between being a discipline and then also building that relationship. Um, yeah, it, and it's, it's yeah. a very thin line. You know? It is. So, and it's hard right now
1: with us, not the, the relationship building happens now and we can't do it. So that's really hard.
0: Very uh, difficult.
1: Yeah, there's very there's some, Yeah, there's some tools out there you can use, but you're you're right, it's harder right now.
0: It's it's extremely tough. So yeah, one, I know um I was like, Man, how do I do this? Uh and then every day I would come home and self-reflect, um, get on my fiance nerve, like, hey, I'm trying this. Do you think it's a good idea? And she teaches third grade, so she got a real – I teach PE. She teaches third grade, so she got a tough job. She's like, I'm right. trying great math test. Leave me alone. But <laughs> right. like, I, So that's what I try to figure out, who I am as a coach, right? So year in, year out, I want to be this consistent figure that the kids know what they're going to get, right? It's never going to switch up. Um, As far as my morals, right, my core values, they're never going to change. And then I had to remind myself that it's okay to switch things up along the way, but never compromise yourself. Right. So what worked for my team year one was I had a group of six seniors who were always on time. but weren't very talented, right? So they right. had to work extra hard just to be. They'll make great. They'll make great dads someday, but they're not. They will make great. phenomenal dads. Yeah, but they're not hoopers. They're not no, hoopers. No, 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 no. <laughs> but they'll be amazing fathers. Like, Actually, yeah, one one, one wants to be a doctor, and I'm like, this is amazing. You're gonna take care of me. I'm good. Right. That's I'm awesome. Right? Yeah. So I delivered. Um, but uh, my underclassmen, even year one and year two, they were the more talented kids on the team. But extremely lazy, extremely lazy. So, year one, I kind of let that, I guess, slip through the cracks. Um, so, like, one of the underclassmen will come in two minutes late, and I will kind of be like, hurry up and get dressed. But if it was one of the seniors, I would like rip them and like balk on them, like, this is your senior year, how can you do this? And uh, my assistant actually brought that up to my attention, like, hey, like this kid came in two minutes late and you let him go. Your senior came in two minutes late and you're bucking. Like if you're gonna right. do that, just do that. And it was a tough pill to swallow because I'm like, man, I do that to everybody, but I really wasn't. So right. I had to realize that you know it's okay to, like, switch things up as far as how I practice and stuff like that. But what non-negotiables are, are they can't be switched, right? Being it's on it's Thompson, it's, pick, it's
1: it's for especially for the young coaches is picking which battle you want to fight, and in which, and which hill you want to stand on, and which one you don't.
0: One hundred percent, and then
1: you know, you, you, you treat everyone, you treat everyone fairly, not yes. not you know, everyone has to be treated the same way and treated fairly, but you know, yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard line. That's like You're the right. disciplinarian and the, you know, and the relationship building, same thing with yes. parenting, you know?
0: Yeah. It, it, yeah. I can only imagine like, you know, it's very tough, very tough, you know, but I had to know, and I had. We have our three non-negotiables, which is beyond time, non-negotiable, right? you got to work hard, non-negotiable, and you have to pass all your classes. Right. right? So those are three of our core, my core values that I put out to the program. And it's like, these are three non-negotiables. I don't care what's going on. We can't compromise these right. things. Everything allows some wiggle room, but that's it. Right. So that
1: I know. Being late is one of my pet peeves, too. Oh, my gosh. I if you're me. late, you don't start. Like... It, it, it doesn't matter if you miss you don't start it's like i don't care if, i'm sorry your gerbil died and you had to go to the funeral but like you're, i'm starting here every day <laughs> no um, seriously yeah and it's seriously. like it's it's yeah so but but the key to this especially for the young coaches listening is you got to convey these core values to yes. the players but also yes. to the parents yes and say this is what we're going to do i'm not punishing your son or daughter but yes. I'm, I'm rewarding the kids that are here. Here's what, and this is a life skill. I'm trying to teach them life skills moving forward. So I agree coach hundred percent.
0: And it's funny you say that because I have a, a little story. Well, once I started my 6am practice two years ago. Um, I've had, I had, I promise you every single parent call me and like, Hey, um, are you the one getting my son up at five o'clock in the morning to get to practice? And I'm like, yes, he's not going to girls house. He's not laying in the streets. He's coming to the school at 6 a.m. And it was like, right. this is actually amazing. Like, thank you. And I'm like, no problem. Yeah, because <laughs> you know why? Because they, like, lie, they
1: gotta... go to bed earlier because they're tired. Exactly,
0: because they're exhausted, right? So, right? And that's the goal, man, to get them exhausted and, and get them there. So, yeah, so this is what we go over, our philosophy and identity. And then um, what I'm figuring out is, um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, right? I have to, and as a program, um, we got to be consistent. Um and the biggest two things when building a program I found out was with your actions and with discipline, you have to be consistent, yeah. right? Um, you can't do one thing for one kid and not a thing for the other, like we were just talking about. Um, and I've lost this year easily two or three games because my star player, who I actually end up kicking off the team, didn't come to 6 a.m.s. right? So he didn't make it to shoot-arounds the day before a game. Right. Or he didn't do his homework and I'm getting a letter from the teacher and I'm like, Hey big guy, like you're just sitting out. I don't really care. We Thank right. you, you all. But this, you can't do that. So and you're
1: trying, what you're trying to do too, for the young, you're trying to build culture. Correct. It's, it's like this is a culture building thing. This is correct. what we do. This is what we stand for. You know, we leave the locker room better than we found it when we Absolutely. leave because that's Absolutely. what we do. And it's like, I don't care what other people do. It's like, again, parenting, I don't care if your friends are going out, during Correct. You ain't going out during quarantine. You know, no, I don't no care. Yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. 100% man. So, I figured out those are the biggest the two biggest things that I've really had to focus on and I'm currently focusing on while building a program, right? They got to know the way I'm gonna act in every situation and where I discipline them is never gonna change, right? It's gonna be consistent to the point where, you know, the kids were holding themselves accountable and that's what I was trying to get to, you know, like it'll be 5.52 and somebody was missing. And before I can say it, the kids were calling each other. You know, like, hey, yo, where are you? We got eight minutes. Like, you got to hurry up and get here. And that kind of brought joy to me as the season progressed. Like, you guys are getting it. Yep. Um, And then, you know, on the same page of that, it's whatever Whatever you're going to do, do it. Um, And don't look back, but always reflect, right? So I'm, what I said, just like we talked about what I said, if you miss 6 a.m., you're not playing right and I can't change that I can't go back on my word two months from now and be like well you missed it just because of xyz uh maybe that's a key I I can't do that right but what I can do is now reflect and what I did with my kids during the year um like halfway through I'm like guys how you feeling like how's your body feeling how you doing mentally and they was like hey coach uh we love 6 a.m but we want to watch more film right we want to see what we're doing at 6 a.m so now in the afternoon we can correct it and i'm like you know what guys that's a phenomenal idea so now we did 6 a.m we'll be on the floor shooting for 20 minutes and then we'll go up to the classroom and watch film of the opponent we're about to play or the game we played yesterday right they want to
1: watch and learn yeah i love that
0: exactly so that that you know one of my kids brought that up to me and i was like i never even thought about that like that's amazing so I, I'm gonna as a coach at the program. We're gonna do what we do. We're not gonna look back on it, but we're going to reflect to see how we can make it better. Yeah, and then um, like we talk about values, building values, right? Building culture. Um, it's like what are you willing to sacrifice? And I think this last dance thing is amazing. The timing of it coming out, especially if you're an athlete of any kind, is amazing, right? Because he was the ultimate competitor, and he spoke about this, you know, in a, one of the last episodes. He's like you have to pay a price for winning you got to pay a price for being great and it's just it's all about what are you willing to sacrifice right and this is something that i speak with my kids about all the time and you kind of said it too right she's gonna come rebound for you if she really wants to to sacrifice
1: if she willing to sacrifice some of her time for you yeah
0: seriously yeah seriously so we speak about that all the time and um and, and this is once i like I said once I get the team together I bring these slides up and I tell them about what I'm sacrificing you know because I feel like when it's personal the kids get it right the kids understand that and listen I have a family at home as well um and I can't see them as much as I want to you know right but, I
1: tell I use that all I used to use that oh. all the time when my kids were little it's like you know I could be home right now seriously you know my my seriously. kids' are only gonna be six once so if you aint gonna work I'm going home like I'm out of here yeah I'm out of here you know out of here yeah yeah.
0: You know, and a and a lot of my kids come from like uh if they do play when they're young, it's like broken programs, right? Where like the coach will switch in the middle of the season and stuff like that. And I'm like, guys, like if you want me to be a coach that don't care, I you can go somewhere else, right? Because I'm right. always gonna care. I'm always gonna be on top of you, right? So I'm sacrificing my energy, I'm sacrificing my time, my family, I'm sacrificing my money. Cause I heard you speak about uh like having snacks in the room for the oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I love that because literally every six AM. They know for a fact they're getting a pop tart and a fruit. Most of the time, right. the fruit probably ends up in somebody else's hands or whatever right. the case may be. But they know, and that's also an extra little motivation for these kids. Like, hey, let me get it because coach gonna have a pop tart, fruit, and a Gatorade for me. Right. You know, so I'm I'm sacrificing my money, my time. Right. You know, and these are things that. They're very important. And the so, difference
1: between good and great is not that much. Like it's, I said, it's, we can be good. I, I always use the example like I said, I can have my mom come coach you guys and we're going to be good because <laughs> we've done everything and you'll
0: win yes, the right way. Thirds yeah, yeah. of the
1: games. But if you want to be great, yeah, great yeah. is different than good. Yeah. You know, yeah. good, good is okay. And some people are satisfied with good. I'm not. I want great. I don't want great.
0: Greatest, yeah. and I tell my kids all the time it's it's a grind that's ugly, <laughs> that it, it, it doesn't look good to you to the outsiders. Uh, your knuckles are gonna get dirty, you're gonna right. bleed, you're gonna be tired and sick. Like, but you have to grind, and that's the price of one. Well, and,
1: and we've won some state titles, and I wear my rings that's, and stuff. and I go, You really. can't buy this thing at Target, can't buy this. like Charles Barkley doesn't have a ring, yeah, 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 you don't yeah, think yeah. he wants a ring, but he can't go that's, buy a ring, he doesn't yeah. have a machine to go back and beat him. Absolutely. You don't think he gets ribbed every that. day from Michael Jordan about not having a ring? Come Yeah. Like absolutely. Seriously. You know, you see Shaquille
0: O'Neal going at him on on the TV show every week, right? Right. Yeah. So you don't got one of these, right? Yeah. a so ring, I get it?
1: You you got to earn that. So mom I can't buy it. mom can't buy that for
0: you for Christmas. You got to earn your own ring. Yeah. Well, 100% man. And then uh we go on and I asked them this question personally like what do you value most, right? And especially being part of this program, what do you value? You, you just think winning is everything, right? Or you just think your, your own personal accolades is why you're here. Like, what do you value the most? Um, and then they give me their answers, right? I wrote a couple down. But I told them the, the point of this program, what you're going to get is you're going to be a better person, right? And you're also going to leave this program much better than what you found right so and that's what i value right wins and losses they're going to come they're, the wins are going to come uh, if, we, if we do these this thing right we're going to come Who right it's, lose it's the pro- it,
1: and i've and i've done a bunch of these on building programs it's the process people it's Correct. the process people Correct. it's the 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 and, the and from someone that's won a, uh, a lot of games and had a yeah. lot of success if it's only about wins and losses, it's going to be very shallow for you. It's got to be about the process and the building over time. You know, um, if you build it, I'll, I'll, I'll quote Field of Dreams, even though it's yes. a baseball movie. Yes. If you build it, they yes. shall come. They shall and come. If you, Absolutely. If you do the process properly, they will come. I agree. hundred percent. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as we talk. Subscribe. Like. Jump up and down. Do whatever you got to do. Google's Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.